Hello, everybody. Jumbled Sunshine here. You are listening to the Ideally Daily Podcast, where we share ways to help make your life more successful, interesting, and fun. I post Ideally Daily at jumbledsunshine.com about the following themes. Motivation Monday, Tech Tuesday, Wellness Wednesday, Thankful Thursday, Family Friday, Strategy Saturday, and Sacred Sunday. You can find Optimism and Insight for your daily living posted Ideally Daily on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the handle Jumbled Sunshine. I also upload an occasional video on YouTube, and you can find Jumbled Sunshine content on other social media sites such as Steemit.com and Pinterest as well. Simply go to jumbledsunshine.com and click on the picture at the top right where it says find me on social media and click there and you'll see a great big list of all the places where we can connect online. I would love to hear from you and learn about the ways that you are making your life more successful, interesting, and fun. All right. Well, today is Tech Tuesday, and I am back. I have been gone for a week and a day, and probably nobody out there noticed, but I sure felt it. I did um, kind of an interesting thing this week called a seven-day social media fast, and was prompted to do this um, a week ago. Uh, well, it was on June 3rd. And um, from a talk that I heard that I was like, hey, I love this idea. And it was actually a challenge to youth to help them to step back a little bit from social media and decide how it's impacting their life and to kind of feel to see if they feel a difference if they stepped away from it for seven days. And I actually looked up some other stuff online and saw some benefits that people had found from doing a seven-day social media fast. And I thought, well, what the heck, I'm going to do it too. And it was a little bit of a challenge to figure out a couple of things. One was, would I do that just personally or would I stop doing Jumbled Sunshine for a week? And I just decided that if I was really going to get the full effect, I had to step away from both. And I figured since this is a passion project for me, and it's not uh, generating any kind of an income that I'm dependent on, um, that that it didn't really matter if I stepped away for a week. And that um, anybody who is already listening to me and enjoying my posts would understand when I came back and explained um, what I had learned. So I'm hoping that um, today I want to share a little bit about what I learned during my seven-day social media fast and also um, help you to maybe see if it's something that you would like to try. So um, the other thing I had to figure out when I decided to do a social media fast was what I was going to count as social media. And so, you know, does texting count? Because it's media and you're being social, you know, or I mean, if you did that, you could say that phone calls are social media. So, you know, figuring out, did that include YouTube and, and um, like Pinterest, or is it more just Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, kind of the, the usual suspects, um, Snapchat, things like that. So I actually looked up a definition of social media to kind of come up in my mind, okay, what am I going to count as this? And a definition that I found that I thought was really helpful talked about how social media is when you have like an online community that was that is created for sharing ideas, thoughts, uh, videos, pictures, 
and, um, you know, communication. But it, it, but it's within like a community that that is created online specifically for that purpose. So I looked at it as when you have kind of the general public or or a large, large number of friends and acquaintances that are involved in it and you are um, sharing with one another. And so it's not for me, it wasn't direct communication with the people in my life that I just need to communicate with. So I didn't count texting. I actually even used um, Facebook Messenger a little bit because I have a couple of people that that's how I connect um, with them just because we've never exchanged phone numbers for some random reason. I don't think I actually ended up using Facebook Messenger the whole week, though, now that I'm thinking back on it. But at the time, I had decided that that would be okay. Um, so I was still using my phone. I was still browsing the internet when I needed to look up information. But I uh, completely turned off all my notifications for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Pinterest, my blog, um, steamit.com, um, Tumblr, although I pretty much only post to Tumblr because when I post on Instagram, it automatically posts over there. So I do have a site on Tumblr, but I'm not really doing a lot on it anyway. But oh, and my social jukebox, which posts daily quotes, um, I silenced that. And um, anyway, I just like turned off everything. I turned off all my notifications and I actually moved. I have like a little folder on my front page of my phone that is um that like has all my social feeds like in one little place i just moved that completely off of my front screen of my phone and i put another app there that was going to remind me of a good habit that i wanted to work on during the week of my social media fast and so whenever i had the urge to oh i'm going to go check my social media feeds or i'm going to go post something the idea was that i would click on this app instead and do something productive with my time of um a good habit that I had been neglecting that I wanted to improve. So anyway, that's how I decided to do this. Um, I, on Sunday night of last week, um, so this would have been June 3rd, I think, I posted that I was doing this. And, um, you know, I've heard a little bit of kickback, um, not for me personally, but in the past when people have decided that they wanted to take a break from social media and, um, People are like, well, if you're going to take a break from social media, why do you have to announce it? Just take a break, you know? And, and I, I totally get where they're coming from. They're like, you don't need to, like, announce it, like, be all dramatic about it, you know? And if you look at it that way, okay, I totally see where you're coming from. But in my case, the reason I wanted to post it and the reason that I thought it was a good idea when friends of mine have posted that, hey, they're taking a break from Facebook is... If you're posting a lot, or like in my case, especially with doing Jumbled Sunshine, I'm doing it ideally daily. <laughs> um, if suddenly I drop off the face of the earth, I don't want people to be like, oh my gosh, what happened to her? Is she okay? You know, and and, and maybe that's like self-centered thinking that people would even care at all <laughs> if you disappeared. But there are people that really would. There are people that follow us closely that would maybe be a little bit concerned if suddenly we were gone. Or you never know that the things that you post every day are a little bit of a lifeline to somebody. And somebody that's struggling for whatever reason, they connect with your personality and interacting with you on social media really brightens their day and helps them out. And if you suddenly disappear, you know, that could be a negative effect for them. So 
for me, I just felt like it was important to state that I was doing it so that those who did pay attention and those who did care would know. And the people who don't care, I don't really care anyway. <laughs> if they don't care, then I don't care, right? So it doesn't it doesn't hurt anything to announce it, in my opinion. Um, as long as you're not doing it like, the world is horrible and so I must get off social media, you know, and you're being all like drama queen about it. That's completely different from just informing everybody, letting them know what your plan is and what you're doing. And anyway, so that's what I want to say about that. Um, anyway, so last Sunday night, I posted a post on all my social me media feeds that said, hey, I won't see you for a week. See you later. And then I started it. So I woke up Monday morning and um, it was a very interesting experience. Let me just share the first few uh, like maybe the first day of how it felt was, um, you know, one of the things, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is that in the past, you know, social media gets a bad rap all the time. So I'm often very defensive of it because I feel that a lot of good can be done with social media. And so I immediately in my mind, when I hear somebody uh, say negative things about social media, my brain immediately starts jumping to defenses of it. And especially when they talk about you being addicted to your cell phone and things like that, I, I just like jump to defense. And, you know, it's probably one of those things where if you're guilty, you know, you, <laughs> you go into defensive mode. So I probably am somewhat guilty of it. But, um, but I was always a little bit curious to know, am I actually addicted to my cell phone and my social media? Or or am I just using it in a way that's um, healthy and good? And I think that doing the social media fast for me helped me to analyze that and to think about that and to see what kind of a effect it would have on my life if suddenly I wasn't using it. And just for self-analysis purposes, if nothing else. And I really just found that within like the first 24 to 48 hours... I found myself reaching for my phone all the time to post something or, and I say all the time and that's exaggerating because it wasn't all the time, but you know, at least hourly, um, I would be like, oh, I should, oh, wait, no, I can't do that <laughs> this week. I'm not doing social media. I'd be like, oh, oh, this is an awesome quote. I need to post that. Oh, oh, wait, wait, I can't post it. Okay. Um, you know, and just kind of like I would catch myself or I'd be like, I'd kind of like this one day I was like, okay, you know, I think I've talked about in the past how sometimes I feel, you know, physically I have some struggles and I'll be like, okay, I got to wake up the, my body and I, my mind's awake, but I'm waiting for my body to wake up. And so I'll, I'll turn to my um, phone. I'll maybe listen to a podcast or, or maybe browse uh, Instagram or something to just kind of get my mind uh, going and, and, uh, you know, until my physical body catches up and, you know, the one morning I was just like, oh, I should go look at pictures. Like I just kind of had this thought, I should go look at pictures on Instagram. And I was like, oh, wait, I can't do that. Hmm. What can I do instead? And what I tried to do is that whenever I had those urges, I tried to go to that app I was telling you about that was going to help me to build this new habit I wanted to build. And so it helped me to do something a little more productive. And so I thought, oh, if I, every time I have the urge to post or to check on social media, if instead I go to this other app and do this habit that I want to improve, 
wow, think how much I'll accomplish in that this week. What was interesting is I ended up not accomplishing as much as I thought I would accomplish because after the first like 24, 48 hours, I didn't have the really have those urges hardly ever. And so I didn't, um, I didn't need, you know, I didn't end up doing as much on my good habit as I wanted because I wasn't as addicted as I thought could be the case. And that was kind of nice to find out. <laughs> um, but it, but it was very interesting to, uh, look inside myself and pay attention to why was it that I wanted to grab my phone and go look stuff up? What is it, you know, what am I trying to accomplish when I'm doing that? And in some cases, um, there can be, it can be just a habit type of a thing where you really don't, I'm like, oh, I don't need to look at pictures right now. I'll go visit with my family. And I would go do something face to face with somebody. Oh, so, so much better, right? Other times, um, it could be something where really I felt bad that nobody else could enjoy. For instance, I heard a really awesome quote, or I saw this really gorgeous sunset this one day, and I took all these pictures, and it was just killing me that I couldn't put them on Instagram, because I don't want to keep that sunset to myself. For me, really, it's not about saying like, wow, look at this great picture I took. Like, for me personally... It's not about building up me that I'm sharing that. I am sharing that because I enjoy seeing other people's gorgeous pictures. And I feel like if I see a beautiful picture of a sunset, I don't want to be the only one in the whole world who enjoyed that. I want other people to enjoy it also from the exact point vantage point that I had at that moment. And so I think what I'm trying to get at here is that I think one of the things I learned was paying attention to my motivations. Why am I using social media and what am I hoping to accomplish with it? And paying attention to the times when maybe I'm using it just because I'm bored or because I'm trying to avoid something more important that I should be doing and try to minimize those times in the future. And paying attention to when I'm really truly using it in, in a way that I feel is kind of for the good of, of others and to, and to reach out. I, I'm just kind of an empathetic person and I want to reach out and, and share and help and uh, connect with other people and, and have us learn from each other. And I feel like technology has given us an incredible ability to do that with those who we would never have the opportunity to connect with if we were living 100 years ago. And that is a blessing in our lives. And I think it's really important that we look at both sides of the social media um, issue and look at the negative it can produce, look at the positive it can produce, and find that healthy balance for ourselves. I think personally that for the youth, this was fantastic because a lot of them were not even born before social media was around or, you know, the Internet itself. I mean, they have grown up with this and they don't know life without it. And I think it's really good for them to just step back and go like, whoa, there's some other stuff in life that I might want to be focusing on a little bit more. That said, I am not at all saying that it wasn't useful for adults who tried this or that it couldn't be useful for adults in the future. As a matter of fact, I have decided that I'm going to find, I haven't decided how often, but I want to at least annually, if not more often, a couple times a year, I want to do a social media fast again because I feel like I learned stuff from it. And the rest of this um, 
podcast, I just want to go over some of the other lessons that I learned. So I took some notes here. Let me look over which ones I've already just talked about as I just randomly rambled about about the past week. Um, okay, so... Okay, so one of the things that was very interesting was the reduced distraction in my life because I didn't realize, you know, by turning off all of those notifications of all those different social media feeds, wow, I had a lot less notifications. And it was kind of nice because I pulled out my phone when I actually wanted to use it, not just because um, because it beeped at me. Um you know, when I'm glancing is right now, as I was saying that, the reason I kind of hesitated is because I glanced down at my phone, which is where I record uh, into the Easy Voice Recorder Pro app. Um, I have my, my microphone plugged into that and I can see uh, the volume thing going across, but across the top, I saw a little F for Facebook up there. Like, Ooh, I have a Facebook notification. <laughs> like, and it literally distracted me for half a second. Like, I wonder what that is. And that, um, is really distracting in our lives. And I've thought about, as I was turning all my notifications back on at the end of that week, I thought, wow, do I want to turn these back on or not? <laughs> you know? And I had to really think about it and think about which ones I wanted to turn on. And I actually ended up turning off the sound on, um, I think as I turned all the social media feeds back on, I turned them on so they'll visually show up. They won't interrupt a screen. They'll just show up in my little notification bar at the top of my phone, but it won't buzz. It won't ding, nothing. So that I will see them when I have chosen to turn on my phone and look at them. And so that was a behavior I changed because of the past week. So that was definitely something I learned was that I would rather not be distracted by those. And then when I consciously choose to go look at my social media, my notifications are there. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm just looking over my notes here. It definitely, um, in, a li in some ways, quieted my mind a little bit because I was not paying as close of attention to kind of the... I guess especially this applies with Twitter, is to the, like, what everybody out in the world is chattering about today. Um, I just wasn't really paying much attention to that. Um, I was still listening to some of my favorite um, podcasts. I did not count that as social media because I'm not interacting with those people. I am just listening to them the same way you would listen to an audiobook. Um, but... But I did turn off, I did not do any of my own podcasting because I, for me, that's, you know, it takes a lot of time to come up with ideas and to um, formulate what I want to, what I want to discuss and to put it out there. And, you know, obviously podcasts can be very interactive um, when you have others interacting back with you, which I'm hoping mine will um, become that way. But um but it did quiet my mind in the sense that all the outside voices were reduced. So the only outside voices I was hearing were ones that I was either consciously going to look up like a news article or um, ones from people that are literally physically in my life that talked to me or called me or, or you know, spoke with me in person. And that really did reduce noise clutter, which for me was super helpful because I, you know, I, I have this nickname of jumbled sunshine because my brain goes like a million miles an hour 
24-7. And sometimes I can't sleep in the middle of the night because I'll wake up and my mind will be thinking about a bazillion things. And, um, you know, that sound didn't necessarily calm down a lot, but it did in the sense that I wasn't um, formulating responses to other people's social media comments that don't really matter for my life. Sometimes some of those things can be helpful. They can help us be introspective. It helps us to think about the perspectives of other people. Um, there's a lot of good that can come from reading other people's point of view, even sometimes when they're somewhat abrasive. Um, we have to find what balance is good for us personally and not feel like we have to deal with stuff that we don't want to deal with and use social media to uh, highlight the things that we do want to learn more about and to help us to be more informed, but not bring us down. Um, and we all know, I think we all know that, right? Um, but one thing to say about that is because I wasn't posting and everything, there were two times I was trying to figure out this thing about my GTD system that I've been working on, getting things done. Um, I've been trying to kind of organize my system better. And I will write about that and talk about that um, over the next couple of weeks. But I, I really have been wanting to improve that. And the one night I was just, well, I guess it was in the morning I'd woken up and I was thinking and thinking and thinking and trying to figure out in my head how to do this. And I was like, I wish I could do a podcast about this to clarify my mind. And I, or I wish I could write a post about this or whatever. And so I literally turned on my voice recording app and I just talked out loud to it about my thoughts so that I could listen back to it and it would help me clarify my thinking. Um, so there are ways to do it, even if you don't have social media, but those are maybe some times when, depending on your personality, being able to interact with others and get their thoughts and ideas can be super helpful. Um, that said, I found that I was more likely to talk to people in my life. For instance, there was this really awesome quote and I wanted to share it and I couldn't put it on social media. So I was like, hey, I'll just send this to my kids. And so I sent it in a text to just my children and they were able to enjoy it. And so it was a little more personal because we don't normally send each other quotes in our texts because we all do that on social media. Um, and along with that, I did not think ahead and realize that the week of my social media fast would be the week of my birthday. And so I ended up on my birthday not having the same uh, experience that I've had for the last, you know, 10 years with social media, where usually throughout the day, my phone is like ding, 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 like all throughout the day, because different friends and acquaintances of mine are posting happy birthday on my timeline and my phone is letting me know about it. And um, I did miss that just a little bit. It was it was a little bit interesting. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be able to get on there on my birthday and see all the happy things people post, you know, because that's something that makes you feel good. It, it helps you feel good to see people that remembered you on your birthday or had Facebook remind them. So they just typed it in. So, you know, I realize it's not always that personal, but it, it is kind of fun. Um, but what was super interesting about it was that because I wasn't on social media, uh, the people who were the closest to me in my life, they knew I wasn't on there. And so they reached out to me in other ways. I had one uh, relative who lives far away from me. 
um, that called and sang me happy birthday. And um, actually, I had a couple relatives do that who I don't think some have done it in the past, but others never have done that before ever because they always wish me happy birthday on social media. And it was kind of neat. It was like a little personal thing. It was more personal because I knew that that person or those people were close enough to me and cared enough about me that they reached out outside of social media, even though um, because they knew I wouldn't be there. And it kind of like revealed a little bit about some of the people that I uh, that are closer to me that I want to better nurture those relationships. Um, on the same token, there were other others who I think of as uh, close friends that I'm not like, I don't feel bad, like, oh, somebody forgot my birthday, because I'm horrible at remembering birthdays. <laughs> but there were others that, um, you know, just posted on social media. And I realized, you know, because I saw it yesterday and today I've been trying to go through all of those but I realized you know there are some people that I feel like I'm still maintaining a close relationship with because I like and comment on their social media posts that maybe I'm not that it's a, it's a false illusion that I'm still maintaining a close relationship with them am I still maintaining contact yes are there people that I wouldn't be in contact with at all if I weren't on social media at all, yes. And I'm so grateful for those relationships and that I can be in contact with relatives that I otherwise would probably have no interaction with because we just haven't seen each other in years and they live on the other side of the country or, or world. And, you know, there are those situations where I know that it has helped me be closer to some of my friends and family because of social media. But there are other cases where there are people who really I feel are very dear to me that are close friends that I am not reaching out as regularly in more personal ways like personal phone calls or um you know uh, actually getting in the car and going over and visiting them, people that I want to be closer to, that I felt like I was still maintaining a relationship with, that I realized, you know, Maybe I need to nurture that relationship a little bit better. So there's something I learned definitely from uh, that situation. Um, so I am running out of time quickly. There is so much more I could say about this. But um, let me just talk about a couple of things that I missed because of not being on social media and why I definitely have come back to it. Um, a cousin of my husband's uh, had a stroke that during the last week. And I did not know about it because I was not on social media. And when you have a large extended family, um, having the expectation that you're going to get personal phone calls when things like that happen is not very realistic in today's world because we do have social media. And they know that if they put it on there, word will spread and that people will find out. And I did not find out about it. And um, in this situation, he did not, uh, he was supposed to be minimizing visitors, so I wasn't going to go visit I, anyway. But what if it had been a situation where I could have visited with someone um, who then maybe I lost and and I missed out on that opportunity because I didn't know about it. So there's a very good reason in my life for my age group and my situation to be connected with social media. Um, 
I also missed out on some health challenges. I have been on a journey for the last year losing weight, and um, it's been super accelerated the past couple of weeks, and that was very painful to not be able to post about last Wellness Wednesday, which I will do this week. But um, I missed out on some of the challenges and things that uh, were being done in a social media setting, and that would have been nice to be able to do. But um, those who are close to me were able to still get some information to me, so it, it, it worked out. Again, gave me more personal connection. So the positive and the negative here. Um, and I think I've covered everything else that is on my list here, and I am low on time. So I'm going to go ahead and just conclude with something I heard the other day, and it was that social media is like fire because it can help us or it can destroy us. And I really started thinking about that, how fire is useful because it gives us warmth. It provides light. Back in the day, it was the only source of light. Fire can do so much good. It can, it can really, um, you know, it, it, it helps. I mean, the, the sun is fire. It sustains life. Fi- fire is super important and good, but fire can also destroy when it is not properly contained. It can destroy everything. And I believe that my thoughts after having the social media seven-day fast are that social media is like fire. It can bless our lives. It can enhance our lives. It can do us so much good. But if it is not properly contained, it can destroy. And I would just encourage each of you to think about social media in your lives and think about its effect on you and how you're using it, and maybe perhaps consider doing a seven-day social media fast just to get a few more insights. It was a great experience for me, and I will definitely do it again in the future. That is it for today's podcast. You have been listening to the Ideally Daily podcast where we share ways to make our lives more successful, interesting, and fun. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I invite you to visit jumbledsunshine.com for show notes, pictures, and links related to today's episode. While you're there, explore around a bit. There's lots more content on Jumbled Sunshine and it's all focused on providing optimism and insight for your everyday living. I would love to hear from you. So when you visit my website, simply click on the picture on the homepage that says find me on social media. And hey, let's get connected. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. Until next time, this is Jumbled Sunshine, and I hope you have a wonderful day.